Counting calories is out. Weight loss is an internal game, what I like to call weight release, and it all starts from within. You're listening to Confidence Strong Within, a podcast for women ready to feel good about their bodies, rediscover their confidence, and share their brilliance with the world. I am your host, Juliana Lima, mind-body weight release expert and lifelong health seeker. And I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode number 170 of Confidence From Within podcast. And as always, I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And today I want to talk to you about the importance of having a clear why for wanting to release excess weight. And a lot of times when I start conversations with women that come to me seeking weight release, that is one of the first things that I ask. And often I hear many similar answers such as I want to get healthier, I want to have more energy and vitality to the things I love. I want to look better on my own skin and wear clothes I love. And even though all of those are beautiful, valid reasons, the, the purpose of this conversation is to actually go deeper with you. So I wanted to give you the context first, and then we can get a little bit more practical. But I believe from all my observations over the last couple of decades of why most people, dieters in general, fail at releasing excess weight, but most importantly, actually keeping it off after the initial weight loss takes place is either because they are unclear about why they want to do it, or two, the reason why they believe is their why is not fully true, meaning it's not deep enough so that it actually has this innate inner driving force, like pulling you towards that goal. So give an example, let's just say that you are planning in a couple of months to go to a resort, like let's just say somewhere in the Caribbean, and you know at that time that you want to release, I don't know, 20 pounds to look better in your bikinis or your bathing suit. Let's just say that's your goal. In that context, the why is very clear. You have this strip coming, there's a specific deadline, and The truth is, because the deadline is so defined, the plane leaves two months from today, that the inner motivation that we tap into, even though not sustainable after the trip is over, but up until the moment of the trip is so clear and defined that we become very much able to stay motivated. One, because we have a very clear why. But two, because there is also a defined timeline of how long quotations we need to sacrifice on this diet or whatever the methodology is to get your goals, right? Now, if you take that framework of a very clear why for the trip and you remove the trip, now it's just like for your lifetime, right? So it's way less defined. And you also remove the definition of the timeline. So instead of knowing you have two months of eating food you don't like and maybe say no to alcohol and sweet treats, aka sacrifice, and now you think, I need to do this for the rest of my life, you see how the context changes. And now the price that we believe we need to pay to stay fit and lean and whatever the things we want is so big and so much greater than potentially what we're willing to pay to get to the body we want, that that equation starts to fall apart. And that's what I see often with a lot of dieters. 
And, and the truth is that the only antidote to actually be willing to pay the price of what it may take for you because of your hormones, your DNA, and all the things of actually keeping the body you want or getting to the body you want and keeping it off, the only way to actually be willing to pay the price, let's call it that, is by being so intrinsically motivated because your why is so strong. Because if your why is not that strong, the reason that motivates you to get there is not stronger than your perception of the sacrifice, it will never work because that's just how our minds are designed. And that is very much the plus and minuses that are happening behind the scenes. And I want more women to know this. This is not just true for weight loss. This is true for everything. A lot of times when you look at motherhood, the sacrifices are tremendous, but the love of a mom to getting their child to actualize themselves is such a deep inner motivation that it compensates for it. But when it comes to dieting, the upside of all the things, all the fun, all the pleasures that you may not be able to eat and indulge on for so many people becomes so heavy because a lot of times food is not just pleasure and fun, but it's also a way that we use to soothe our emotions. So there's such an emotional charge to food that if the driving force of why you want the outcome of weight release is not greater than the combined price we pay for not having access to the foods and treats that we love and maybe alcohol for some of you, then we just don't do it long term, period. And I'm talking to you about this very much coming from a vacation that I just took in which I was able to stay outside 98% completely compliant with my slightly more strict eating guidelines and say no to absolutely everything treats and things even from my childhood that evoked great memories that my husband partook and I chose not to and I was it was actually surprisingly easy for the most part not easy but I done it with ease if that makes sense um, only the last year of the trip that I had to eat I was very hungry and there's no options because we were traveling to the airport and I compromised on eating like a sausage at Costco without the bun that did not feel good at all in my body, but I needed to have something before we went to the airport. But besides that, because of a necessity, not because of a craving, I was able to stay very much compliant 98% of the time. And I'm just sharing this with you because the why of why I was doing and eating the way that I eat is so deeply meaningful and strong and profound to me of the goals, my personal goals that I'm in the process of getting to that the math made sense that I was able to stay on track. And that is a type of deepness of why that I want you to really contemplate. So I'm going to give you a couple of prompts here, getting into a practical side of the of this episode that I wanted to use as a frame in terms of deciding whether or not you are in a place that that why is meaningful enough. So if you were to sit down and say, why do I want to release excess weight? A very quick and easy example way to, to do this is ask again, why? And you answer, and why do you want this? And ask again. And some people say that when you get to like four or five why, so you're going deeper and deeper and deeper, you're getting closer to the real root to what you're after. But once you get to whatever you decide, maybe it is you decide that because you want to have energy and mobility to run around with your grandchildren, maybe that's your why. Or for some of you is that you want to feel beautiful and sexy in your own skin as you're looking for love again. Whatever it is, your particular reason, the frame that I want you to put is true 
is one asking yourself, are you willing for whatever way I decided to endure as much discomfort as it takes or the delayed gratification of getting to your goals and still do it? Is that why powerful enough to justify the effort of discomfort and delayed gratification? And if the answer is yes, then okay, that's good. Check mark. That why is so far holding on. Next, I take your why again of in this example here, having the energy and vitality to run around and mobility to run around with your grandkids, even if they're grandkids to come. But if that's your big goal and you perceive that the excess weight is preventing you from having that outcome, right? So I see that's your why. The next layer that I'd like to look through is the focus layer. If you were to stick to whatever plan or diet plan that gets you the release of excess weight, are you able to stick to it long enough and stay focused on that one thing until you achieve the goal, okay? For a lot of people, because it's either boredom or they really dislike the foods, the moment they start and it doesn't immediately yield results, they jump to the next thing. And it's what I call the shiny diet syndrome, because what that does, it gives you this temporary motivation that, oh my gosh, something else. You get this dopamine hit. I think there's another solution. It's going to be better. It's going to be easier. And we jump and we jump and we jump. Can you see yourself doing whatever it is you decide to do long term? Okay. The third way to really start assessing if your why is deep enough is can you expand the time horizon and play the long game? What I mean by this is, if you had a trip, like we said earlier in the example of two months from now, you have a short time horizon. Most people can hold on to your life and sustain it. But if you had to, quotations, eat the boring foods, whatever it is you perceive the diet is, forever, okay, let's just go big here. Can you see yourself doing this? If you had to release potentially the pleasures of indulging in alcohols and things? Can you still see yourself enjoying your life and having the same type of social life long-term without those foods or drinks or whatever it is that gets in the way of your health and weight goals long-term? And if the why is strong enough so far, you're going to be able to see yourself saying yes to all the three questions. And the final question And that one is actually a little trickier. So I'll give you a resource for this. But it's really now that you got to this place, let's just say your why, you know, stands and you feel it's strong enough. What are the hidden agendas? What is really the potential saboteurs that could actually get in your way of getting your results? What are the hidden agendas of what you're gaining from the drink, from the alcohol, from the sugar, from the treats? Or what are the hidden agendas that the things that derail you every time you try dieting, what are they avoiding you having to do or face or feel? And that is probably one of the most powerful questions you can ask yourself. Because if you know why, the real behind the reasons why, reason why you're using chocolate, uh, wine, I don't know, like whatever your crave food is or, you know, going back into eating processed foods or, you know, not being able to stick to whatever, you know, clean eating style that you choose that you perceive as giving you the way release goals. Understanding those hidden agendas will will change your life because it will give you a level of empowerment beyond words <laughs> that, that I could actually describe. 
And this becomes an exercise once you become able to see them. I do this in my life constantly. Anytime I'm uncomfortable or I'm unhappy with something or I'm very much infatuated <laughs> with something, I'm always looking for those hidden agendas. What is this doing for me? What am I gaining here? And what is this preventing me from having to do, feel, or look into and so on? Because the more you look for those two sides, you start to really neutralize those misperceptions and for example, for myself, when I did my release of alcohol now over a year and a half ago, I got really clear what I was gaining from craving the alcohol and also all the drawbacks. So what is actually costing me and what are the things I was, it was avoiding, I was avoiding by doing so. And once I start the, the whole picture of what is known to me and what was hidden, then I was able to make an educated decision of what I wanted to do going forward because it wasn't hidden anymore. So we need to find those hidden agendas of the particular foods or categories of foods that usually derail you from progress uh, so that we are very clear to make sure that that why is stronger than those benefits of those hidden agendas, okay? So if you want more assistance finding hidden agendas, I recommend episode 152, of Confidence from Within podcast to really help you find what those other agendas are. And as always, me and my team are always here and happy to chat with you and see how we can assist. So if you want to do that, you can also go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash call and you can book a time to speak with us and we're more than happy to help you at least take the first or next step in your release journey. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening to Confidence From Within. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at naturally.joyous and I will be sure to tag you back. I would also love for you to leave us a review on iTunes so you can help us support our show. Stay healthy and happy and until next time.